Welcome to the Learn the Game podcast with the crew, the Remontada. Stay tuned for more content. Learn the game, respect the game, we're back again. Hi guys and welcome back to Learn the Game podcast. Bolufash here again, NBA edition. Haven't been on here in a minute, but you know, with the season upon us, I definitely had to be on this episode because you know I got I have a lot of takes and agendas that I definitely wanna get off, get off my chest. But to help me do that today, I have with me Timmy, Ola, and Ant. So you know, Timmy, how's it going? It's going good, man. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. It's getting cold in Boston, so everyone is everyone's starting to hibernate and everything. Not much going on, but basketball season is coming back, so it's perfect time to. To hibernate doing good yeah speaking of boston boston's biggest nigerian fan as he likes to call himself Allah, how far now i do man i do i can't lie to you summer is my favorite time of the year like when i go outside but my favorite time of the year as a sports fan is the fall because you know during the summer i had to like cheat on my my number one true love nba with all these other fugazi sports tennis formula one ufc but this week we're back. This week I'm finally gonna be able to watch NBA and have the hope that my team can win a championship and they'll break my heart again in June and we go again. I love it, I love it, I love it. Um six fans, man. And yeah, Chicago's golden boy and Tofa. Yeah man, you know here, here for year twenty one with me and Bron Bron. <laughs> Hopefully add another ring. You know, we got we got a decent roster this year. I, honestly, I think we can. I think we can do it this year for real, as long as everyone stay healthy and whatnot. Is that the Bulls? No, nah, no, nah, not the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, we we haven't had them hopes in a while. Yeah, fair enough. I think this season is going to be really fun. Uh, definitely a lot of good teams. A lot of um, exciting players to watch. Um, obviously, we had this year where Miami finally got drafted. You know, he's been in the works for a while. We love to talk about him being this new generational talent. The way we're going to run this episode is we have a lot of things. Um, obviously, at the end of the season that the NBA kind of uses to honor players, so like Rookie of the Year, MVP, DPOY, and all those other different awards. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're just going to have like our own basically form of our words, like early season takes and what we feel would happen at the end of the season. And we'll kind of see how we're doing as the season goes along. And so just to start with, you know, I was already talking about Wembayama. Um, who do you guys think is going to win Rookie of the Year? Obviously, he's the early season favorite, but I want to know if you guys have, like, differing opinions. And keep in mind that with the new rules of how you have to play 65 games to be considered for an award at the end of the season, who do you guys think is going to win the Rookie of the Year? Uh, I'll start with Ant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even though it was just preseason, he just he's just cheat code. Like it's not fair. He's defensively like he's probably gonna average four blocks. Um, yeah, he's just a cheat code. As long as he's like, well, like you say, you got to play sixty five games. So as long as he's healthy, I got him winning it. Mm. A lot, Timmy. Do you guys have any, you know, different opinions on that? Yeah, you were talking about Wemby, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. It's interesting, especially with the whole sixty-five games thing. I feel like that could be one of the things that prevents him from winning it. I don't know. I don't know if he'll play sixty-five games this season. 
Um, cause I mean, the Spurs in general, they, they're pretty cautious with their players, like with load management and everything like that. Um, but definitely like his preseason performance was crazy. Like it's crazy how fast he's already adjusted to the NBA. I mean, obviously it's preseason, but it's, it's really impressive. Like how he's already been able to adjust and everything. Um, if I was betting though, I would put my money on Chet. Um, just because, I mean, they're, they're very similar players. I think Wemby might, you might maybe say Wemby's a little more athletic. Um, but they're both, you know, <clears throat> they're both unicorns, freaks, like, um, and Chet has that year of NBA experience under his belt. Like he's traveled with the team. He's gotten like, you know, the fitness and training and all, all that, all that good stuff with, with OKC. And then, you know, OKC is also, I think that's going to be a pretty good team this year. Like they should at minimum be a play in team. Um, I mean, I guess they don't care about record that much with rookie of the year, but I feel like that could be maybe like one of those like tiebreaker kind of things. But don't uh, you think don't you think that like um reduces his chances? Because if he's playing on a very good team, considering how stacked that team is, you know, they already have Shy Giddy, yeah. they have the J Will kid from last yeah. year. Don't you think that kind of like hurts his chances to like, you know, stack up those numbers you need for rookie of the year? Yeah, like that that could definitely hurt his chances because he he could be seen as you know, like second or maybe even third option on that team. Um, but I still feel like just based on his, just based on his build, like he's still going to put up stats. And I feel like stats are still the the big thing that they care about. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like it still really comes down to Wemby, Wemby's availability. Like I think if he plays, if he gets to that 65, 65 uh, minimum, then I think it's his to, to, to lose because NBA is definitely pushing him, like media and everything. So, like, I, I, I feel like he would win it if he gets to that, um, like sixty-five games. But I feel like he won't, just because they're gonna they're gonna be cautious with him. So, yeah. I give it to give it to Chet, especially if the Spurs aren't like in a play-in or playoff position. I don't think they'll want to play aggressive in these games. Yeah, yeah. they'll kind of like load manage him. Ola, do you have any, like, different opinions to that? Slightly. I do think that, like, I'm, I'm not going to overthink it. I think when Bayama, I think when Bayama is going to be a rookie of the year. And I do think that Spurs are going to play the, they're going to play the game of that 65 games. So, like, I think that there'll be games that, obviously, he's going to play, but there'll be some of those load management games that he's just going to just check in, play, like, five minutes or three minutes and sit out. And they've registered that as he's played a game to hit that 65 game mark. Like, I feel like there'll be games that they're gonna like, like, work, find loopholes to that like 65 game thing. And you see teams doing that too. So I, I do, because like, especially because like things like rookie of the year, it also, it also adds to, now the different thing if when Bayama actually gets injured and okay, there's no chance he's getting close to that 65 game mark. But if he's healthy for the most part and Spurs just do their like typical load management stuff, I think they'll still try and find a way to get him that 65 game mark because that also affects his pay. So um, that, that's kind of my theory. If not Wemby, I obviously I, I hear the, the chat and I think Scoot too. I mean, it's Scoot's team, right? Like, you know. So I, I think school can really grow into that Portland team and have a good time and just, you know, 
ball out. Yeah, I think I, I definitely agree with the Wemby Wemby show for sure. I think the especially because the NBA is definitely going to they're going to push for it. Like this is like new, like the new golden boy of like the next generation. So you know they're gonna do their best to kind of push him. I think Spurs to play parts in that in terms of like making sure he gets that six five games if he's fit. But yeah, let's move on to the next thing. Um, we'll do DPOY now, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Um, this is an interesting award to me because I think someone someone mentioned, was a player I think mentioned that it's kind of like an award made for bigs and it's not necessarily easy for like guards to win the award. But like, um, so let's let's kind of do this differently. Um, who do you guys think, before we even get to who we think is going to win DPOY, who do you guys think is the best defender in the league? So like um Timmy, let's start with Yeah, so best defender, I it it depends. I I would go with I still really like Jaron Jackson. Um in terms of what he brings as a as a defender. But my issue with him has always been that he seems to kind of like chase like kind of like chase blocks, sort of. Like he kind of like on like a pogo stick almost like he's always trying to like jump. And, and I remember I was watching one of his interview, like one of his uh, interviews and he's kind of talking about how he treats blocks like 2k and stuff like that. Um, so it kind of feels, so I feel like he's, he's always better when he has like an actual like center with him. I mean, like we saw it like with the USA team, like he kind of got exposed there, like trying to play him as the center doesn't work all the time. Um, I think I would still I think I would still go with Giannis as the best defender in the in the league. I feel like he hasn't focused on it as much in the last couple of seasons as he did um before like when he, you know, got defensive player of the year. But I think when it still comes down to it like fourth quarter, um like game on the line, I I would still go with with Giannis as the as the best defender. I think he can guard 1 through 5 um peak of his career. Um, yeah, I go with I go with Giannis. Mm. Yeah, best best defender in the league. You know, like I said, I think is. I mean, you just mentioned two bigs there. Like <laughs> people think it's an award made for bigs, but a player I think I would definitely want to give a mention to is Drew Holiday. Someone has been doing it for a long time in the league, and you know, a lot. I'll I'll give this one to you. How do you? Like, how do you feel about Drew Holiday as, you know, a defender coming into the Celtics team as already a good defensive team? And you think he's someone that should be considered for Defensive Player of the Year award? Yeah. I mean, what's ironic is that, like, last season, if you ask me, who I would have always said that, like, Marcus Smart is a better defender than Drew Holiday, just based on me being a Celtics fan. This is where, this is where we kick you out. This is where we kick you out. No, no, I know, I know, I know. But obviously, it's because I'm a Celtics fan, I'm loyal to my team. But obviously, Drew Holiday, he's shown that for, like, years. Like, I think the only other player that, that has shown me this consistent level of defense, like, you know, is like, you know, it's like how... We still kind of look at Draymond as a really good defender and stuff like that. Kawhi, all those people. I feel like Joe is a real unsung hero. Like he hasn't really gotten any accolades for defense. Like everybody just knows he's a really good defender. And maybe and I think another thing that's interesting for defense DPOY, just because I saw how Marcus Smart won it is you just need to start building your case early. Like from the jump, if any player says 
I deserve to be DPOI. Then the camera is going to be on you. I'm going to be on DPOI watch type thing. So I think I agree with both of you. I think my two best defenders in the league is Yanis and Drew. Because I think both of them have the ability to actually guard one to five to an extent. Like, yo, I mean, of course, like when it gets to five for Drew is obviously high difference. And when it gets to one for Yanis, too, high difference. But they are really, really good defenders. And um, I'm just curious to see how it works. Because like, for Boston, too, I feel like right now we're trying to build our identity on defense back again. I've been watching a lot of Celtics this thing. And Derek White, too, is a really good defender. So mm. having allow, 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 allow. It's okay, it's okay. Let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not turn it to the Celtics. We get it, we get it. It's okay. That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and let's 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 move on to you. Um, actually, let's talk about AD. This is a Chicago boy, and yeah. I know you really like about the Lake Lakers as well. So, like, how do you feel about AD's chances? I don't think you played those sixty-five games, but like, let's just talk about AD as a defender and who you feel is the um, best from the league. Yeah, that sixty-five games thing like hurts AD because we we'll pray that he even get there. But um, I honestly, AD is a great defender. Um, I just him winning winning defensive player years, and I don't think happen even if he played sixty five. Um, I just feel like he had his he had his window. Like for example, like when we were talking about Drew, right? Um, Drew, I don't think Drew will ever win in defensive player of the year after he didn't win it his first year in Milwaukee because that's when the hype and everything was was high about him, right? Like that's when everybody was coming out saying, oh, Drew's the best perimeter defender, this and that. And he's been like that for years. And that was kind of when he had the agenda going for him. And he still didn't get it. I kind of feel like AD is like on the downside of things right now. So as far as like the hype and whatnot and the agenda for him. Um, but I do I I do agree with everyone else that um, – Giannis is the best defender, but I think pretty soon Victor uh, Wimby's going to take that in the sense of like I see Wimby having a few defensive player years in his career, just off the fact that he's going to average easy three blocks in his whole career, and that kind of goes with how we were talking about like the defensive player of the year is a big man stat, and I mean a award because as a perimeter player. You don't, you don't, your your defense doesn't really show up in the numbers, right? Like, unless you average like three steals, you don't really have any statistics. It's gonna be like, oh yeah, he's an over-astounding defender. Like, the bigs are gonna always have the double-digit rebounds, the blocks, and things like that. So, yeah, I think I think it's ultimately go to a big. And then I'm surprised you guys didn't call was was bomb. I think he's always in the running every every single year. So I think that's someone that could actually just easily win it. So Yeah. I was I was gonna mention Bam and Evan Mobley. I think those are two shouts that I think could actually make a case for DPOI. Especially because I feel like after like the whole Rudy Draymond, like um Kawhi Perennial, like, you know, DPOI collectors. I feel like every season there's a new person that they that could win DPOI. Like, you know, two years ago, Marcus, 
this last year, Jaron Jackson. So it, it could be, if they make a good case for Bam or even Mobley, I think they could win it. I guess it is a big man award after all, so. <laughs> yeah, and they factor, like, record in a good amount, too, I feel, for yeah, it's a player there. So, like, any of those guys can, can win it for sure. Like, Bam can win it, Mobley, Giannis, Jaron Jackson, like, that could really just come down to of those guys, like who, which team has the has better the best record. record? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Um, most improved player of the year. This is actually my favorite award because I was looking at the odds that the some of the betting sites already have for this, and a lot of these names are really exciting. So, Michael Bridges, Jordan Poole, Kate Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Austin Reeves, Maxi. Afeni Simons, Shangun, Shaden Sharp, Ivan Mobley. Actually, let's ignore Shaden Sharp. I don't know why his name is there. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he's really <laughs> running. For but tell me out of any of those names I called. You know, I know. I know. Obviously, Maxi is your boy. But like, which of those players do you think you know kind of stands out to you, and that will probably make a big jump? Because I feel like most improved player is, is necessarily is like who makes the biggest jump. Like you know. Especially in terms of number, I think Maxi really did well last season. If I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's twenty points. So like, do you think that he can definitely improve on? But yeah, how do you feel about this award? Yeah, so for this award, this is this is an interesting one. I feel like it's always interesting every year because kind of don't really. It's it's kind of hard to predict. You don't really know. Um, I love Maxi, but I feel like for for Maxi to be able to get most improved, he would have to have like one of those jaw like kind of years where they where he goes from being like a good player to like an All NBA like MVP like kind of player. So I don't really see that happening. I like the idea of Cade potentially getting most improved player. Um, he's been out for a bit. Um, also based on also based on the fact that the Pistons were really bad last year, like really really bad last year, and I I don't I don't think they're gonna be that I don't think they're gonna be that bad again. And I feel like Tate is kind of gonna kind of have like a resurgence and he's gonna shock people. So I could see I could see Kate getting it. Um, I'm not too big on Bridges or Poole getting it just because I feel like teams are gonna target them a bit a lot more this year and they're going to game plan for them a lot um so yeah I, I like i like the idea of uh kate getting it um but did he he got did he get rookie of the year that year i, I can't remember no scotty barnes won it yeah, was scotty. Okay. okay okay yeah yeah I'd, I'd go with kate i also like uh walker kessler too i, li- I like him i feel like yeah i feel like he'll um He's he's another guy that I mean not defensive player of the year because he's on the Jazz, but he's going to be another guy that's going to get a lot of blocks. He's going to be their defensive anchor, um, so that's another guy I could see. I guess for him it would maybe depend on his offense if maybe he can get his scoring up. But um, I I definitely like him too, and I like his nickname Skywalker. That's a nice nickname. <laughs> a lot of any of those names jump out to you, or is there any name you wanna? Add into this pool. Timmy already dropped Walker Kessler, but like, is there someone you think will leave it now, or do you kind of agree with those names I listed? Um, yeah, my top two for sure is Kid and Michael Bridges. I think Kid just because the upside is just so high, like he hasn't really done anything in the NBA, but just 
if if he can really be the the focal point of Detroit and he can be healthy, like you know, he there's a very good chance that he can easily win most improved just because he hasn't done much in the NBA. Then for Michael Bridges, like he's a very likable player. He just had half a season in Brooklyn, and because he was a role player in in, in Phoenix, if he's that like cornerstone player in Brooklyn and the average is high, like how Laurie kind of did last year, I think he, he can easily kind of make that case for himself and win most improved player. And do you like those names you just spoken about, or is there anyone you want to throw into this pool? Yeah, uh, I'm definitely high on Mikael Bridges. Um, you know, even like you told us, half a season, he, I think he was averaging like, what, 25 during the time with the, uh, the Nets? But yeah, I, he was, he was eating. I'm not, I'm not sure on, I want to throw in Anthony Simmons. Mm. I'm not entirely sure on what his numbers were last year, because if they were anything like Tyrese Maxwell, like he was averaging 20, then I might have to take him out because then he'll have to go from like 20 to like 25 to even have a chance. But I think with Dame leaving, obviously they have Scoot, but I think, I think Anthony could really take off this year. Yeah, I think I think I think I like that Anthony Simon show because he was already even with Dame there. I think once CJ McCollum left, he was already showing very good numbers. He's a really good shooter, very athletic. So I think I really like that shot. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah, this is this is definitely most exciting out for me because it really can be anyone. Like you know, once you make that jump, you know, everyone's gonna be already talking about you for winning the awards. So I think. This is an interesting award to watch. I'll be surprised if any of the names we call don't win it. But yeah, I think you never know. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next one. Um, I think we'll just talk about the MVP now. I feel like this is more straightforward. I don't think people like to like a lot of names. People always throw into this, but I feel like it always comes down to you know one or two, three players, and that's usually Yanis Jokic. More recently, MB, but I'll be surprised if MB is in the running this year. Do y'all think Jokic is so Jamal Murray is going to be healthy this season, right? Like, well, he'll be el- he'll be able to play a full season. Do y'all think uh, Jokic is winning another MVP? It's possible. See, for me, for me, for me, Jokic is going to be the best player in the league again. Whether or not they give it to him, we'll see. Yeah, but I think he's going to be the best player in the league because Denver just have. They have the most continuity amongst all the best teams right now. I mean, they lost Bruce Brown, but like their team is pretty much still the same. So I guess my thing is, I don't disagree with you on him being the best player in the league, but like you know, Brown uh, has been the best player in the league for a long time. Mm-hmm. Us and it's like that didn't necessarily like. At what point would they hit Jokic with that same treatment? You know what I'm saying? We already started. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it's is it, like we're already in that zone where like Jokic's name is always gonna be there along with Giannis, and I think it really just comes down to like a lot of times teams record or like okay, I think so last year, last year there was just an agenda just not to give Jokic for me in my opinion anyways, but agreed. But with this award, you know, Tim, is there is there any name you want to like throw in just like as a you know sneaky shout or someone you think? He's going to have an MVP type of year. 
Yeah. So I mean, I I agree. I agree with everything that's been that's been said so far. Definitely. Like, I think like it's going to be between Jokic and Giannis for for MVP. I feel. Um, and like you guys said, like it's all like I feel like the MV, the MVP award is very like narrative and like storyline kind of based. So. Um, it really kind of just depends on like who the media kind of starts pushing throughout the season and stuff like that. Um, I could also just based on all this like narratives and all that stuff. If if Dame balls out and the Bucks have a really great season, like I could see them giving Dame like one MVP, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But otherwise, I probably go with I go with Jokic for for MVP. Yeah, I, I think they have. Yeah, like like you said, they have the best like continuity and everything. I think they'll have a good record. Um, they they've been with each other for a while now. I think yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll get another another MVP this year. Hmm. I think a name I do want to throw in, you know, just for the fun of it, is I think I think Shay Shea, Shea is gonna have a really good year. Um, I don't know. I think it really depends on how well the Thunder do this year. I expect them to be much better this year, especially with Chet back. And I think this is just, I think this is like the fourth or third year with a couple of these guys together. So I'm just going to draw in Shea's name as someone I think would have an MVP type of year. Don't think he'll win it, but I think he'll be like definitely first team all NBA for sure. So Shea's the name I want to draw in there. Well, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like, Kind of like that third place vote, like similar to like when Jaw balled out or like Tatum last year, kind of thing. Oh, there was on that year. Um, yeah. I think my two outside the, the the two names that you guys called, like you know, Yanis Jokic. I think the there is voter fatigue with Jokic for sure, and Yanis too, because like you're not comparing them with what they did with versus everybody. They're comparing them to their previous MVP seasons. So if they are putting up like MVP like numbers that they've done similarly and someone else is putting up something close and is a more interesting storyline, best believe like the NBA is gonna give the other person. So with that being said, like the other two people I want to add is Luca and Tatum. Just because if they Tatum had thirty average thirty points a game last season, right? And I think he lost out on the in the in the conversation like last year more because like i think he had some low games so like if if there is a consistency for luca like i think luca when luca plays luca is magic luca is amazing but luca's problem is that he can't just be healthy enough to like actually make a full case for himself but i mean luca is skinny now man like and if they have chemistry in dallas and they actually are top three I don't see why he can't make a case for himself to get that MVP nod. So those are the two guys I'm also kind of looking at. With the way the West is, I'll be very surprised if the, if the Mavericks are top three. But but that's what I'm saying, and that, that that's what that what makes it crazier. You get what I'm trying to say? With the way the West beforehand, you're already putting the Mavericks at best fourth, right? So like, if they actually end up being top three. Luca's case is made for him. And Luca is like averaging twenty eight, nine and ten or some shit like that. Like I can't I can't believe y'all ain't mentioned my boy Braun. You're twenty one. Y'all don't y'all did not just see how fast he was running up the court the other day. <laughs> how he <laughs> ran Eric Gordon. Come on, man. 
Ant, Ant, we're talking about MVP. We're not talking about <laughs> he, Hall of Fame. You said my boy Braun. I'm a Braun fan too, but come on. <laughs> no, no. I mean, regular regular season, I don't like. I think LeBron is going to be really managing his body. Yeah. This is like his last, you know, run for anything. And Lakers yeah. are a really good team. I think they have, you know, playoff aspirations. So, you know, I expect LeBron and AD to kind of manage their body. I don't expect to do anything crazy regular season. Yeah, that 65 games really hinders a lot of people from getting, from being eligible for rewards, just based on how you already know how they load manage and everything. Like, Yeah, boys, I mean, it's only, it's only fair, like, you know. Agreed. <laughs> Jokic and Giannis, they you know they 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 play most of these games, and which yeah. is why their names are always gonna be there. So like, if you want to be at that level, you have to. It's not just about putting up the numbers. I feel like you have to show out every single night. So yeah, yeah, y'all saying, and B got his pity MVP, and that's crazy. They're like a damn MVP. He got his pity MVP, and that's it. Throw his name in there no more. Yeah, it's a, it's a no. head nigga down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of you mentioned something interesting that, you know, with Mavericks, at best they can do is fourth. I think that's, that's even, that's, I think that's asking too much of the Mavs because of the way the West is stacked. But like, I want to talk about most surprising teams now or who you, who you, like, let's just talk about, let everyone just mention a team they think would make a big jump this season in terms of like compared to what they did last year. So yeah, well, let's start with you. I don't do, or do you want to continue with that Maverick show? Cause I think you saying they can come forward. I, I think that is asking too much, but you know, let's I mean, me, me saying they can't come forward is wishful. It's just based on believing in Luca. Like there's just so many holes, like from a leadership point of view, um, the person, the, the the players they got, like yeah, they got Grant Williams and they shuffled a couple of things and Kyrie resigned, but I still don't fully, fully buy into their their thing. I'm just saying, just for the, for me, it's just to say, like thinking of how Luca can actually win an MVP is like he has to kind of tally, like he has he, Maverick kind of has to be high up there. But looking at Maverick as a team, I mean. I think I mean if they are really balling out, they they could come forth, and and that means that other teams too have to kind of be sleeping. So you get what I mean. Um, they're not they're not the team I think I'm going to make a, a huge jump though. I think, I think um for me the team that will make a jump is <laughs> I like the Detroit Pistons, man. Like it's only up from there. They were 15th in the East last season, <laughs> so like I don't think. I think they can actually at least jump to like eleven, maybe. Like you know, they're they're an exciting team. They have like you know, uh, Monty as a coach, and they have young players that are hungry. I think it should be fun to watch them play. I'm curious to see how they actually grow as a team. Yeah, you know, for the fact that they got Monty, I still expect. I don't know, man. I still expect the Pistons to be the worst team in the, in the East. What? <laughs> like, just looking at... Okay, looking at all the other teams, like... Charlotte? Gonna, Chill, Charlotte. I don't think they're going to be better than Charlotte. What about I don't think they're gonna, like, if, if Lamelo is fit all season, I don't think they're better than Charlotte. Definitely not the Pacers. 
I think Magic are better than them just because I think Bankero and Wagner offer any more than anything on that Detroit Pistons roster. They're not they're not gonna be better than the Hawks. They're not gonna be better than you know what other teams are there. Chicago Bulls, the like Wizards uh, would probably be trash. Okay, okay, you know what? The Wizards, I think Wizards <laughs> Pistons will fight for the worst team in the East. That's yeah, the best yeah. that Pistons can do. Like I'm not the He's a good coach, but like I don't think he elevates my roster to he loved those other other teams. Well, I feel like maybe I'm just really hopeful for Kid. I feel like I'm a really big Kid fan, so I I just believe that Kid is gonna be able to turn it around in some way and at least get them like 30 wins this season. But maybe I'm being too hopeful. Yeah, but he has he hasn't played in a year. They also got good like young talent, so like I can see. Yeah. Also, Thompson, all those, yeah, those bad bigs. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of upside for sure. Maybe not this year. But yeah, they're very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the Pistons, the Pistons are cute, but like, again, <laughs> outside, like outside maybe just the Wizards, I don't think they're, the other two teams who I think will be really bad. So like, Charlotte, I'm probably, I don't even think the Pacers would be, well, I don't know. I don't expect anything from the Pistons yet. Like, I love Kid, but like, you know, he hasn't played in a year. This is a yeah. I don't. I don't expect too much. Um, Ant, is there any surprising team for you that you think will make a big jump? Uh, big jump. Um, I I really I really got faith in the uh, the Kings that they like. Mm-hmm. Granted, like what they finished third or. What they finished last year? Third. Third. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, mean, I guess not much of a like to go from three to one or whatever is not that big of a jump. And like just, you know, counting it. But like they could get more wins though. They get more wins, but I'm more so about like I think they could go a little further in the playoffs than they did this this past year. Like they went mm-hmm. seven games against what the Warriors in the first round. Mm-hmm. I I really see the Aaron still continuing to get better. Hmm. Um, and I also am a big fan of De'Aaron Fox, so like I might be a little biased there. Cause I'm trying to think. They picked up who? They picked up Javale McGee. <laughs> but like that, he's not Javale McGee. Javale McGee, but like I think my big thing with him last year, they didn't have a center. Like Sabonis wasn't the big guy you needed. He's good. And what he does, but when it comes to being an actual big, that's where I feel like he hurt. They hurt at. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like, I like, that, I like that shout for the Kings. Um, again, I don't like, I don't see them doing better than third. That would, that would be Same. kind of asking too much. But I, I think they can definitely get more wins. They can go further in the playoffs. Like I don't think that's beneath them. Um, mm. but the team I want to throw into this is definitely. It's definitely the Thunder, man. Like for me, I I just I think they're gonna be a much much better team than they were last year. I think they're gonna get more wins. I expect them to be in the playoffs at least the playing. Um, the West is kind of stacked, but I'm just looking at all the other teams. Like if you asked me today, who am I gonna take between the Thunder and like the Pelicans or like the Mavericks? I think I'll pick the Thunder. And you know that might sound like a wild take, as much as I love Luca, but you know, yeah, I think I think I expect the Thunder to to have the biggest jump. Um, T, 
Jimmy, I don't think we heard from you. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'll shout out the Spurs because similar to the Pistons, like it's kind of only way is up from there. Obviously, they drafted Wemby, so just having that guy on your team, I I think they're definitely going to win a ton more games. Um, and then I like the other pieces that they have, you know, Vassell, um, that Sochan guy. I like, so I, I feel like they could also make a little bit of a jump, maybe be that kind of team that's like right under that playing, playing berth. So still not a great, like a great team, but um, I could, I could see them um, making good jump. Um, also, I mean, the Bucks too, obviously they got bounced in the, in the first round. So I see them getting to conference finals at minimum, probably the finals too. So um, yeah, shout out those teams. Well, let's kind of wrap this up with who we think the favorites will be. Yeah, Ange, let's 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 start with you. Who do you think is going to win the NBA championship this year? Uh, cause like I'm at, like I actually got the still I still have those Celtics as the team for the East. Um, which I'm not necessarily happy about now, and I'm mad that this is on. This is being recorded because Ola gonna have this against me. <laughs> as much as like you know, the Bucks got Dame. Dame hasn't been healthy for the past couple of seasons. Uh-huh. Middleton hasn't been healthy. Um, and those are like huge question marks. Um, but then the Celtics, but the Celtics getting Drew, and yeah, I. I, I have the Celtics coming out of the East. Um coming out of the West. That's such a toss up. Um Really? <laughs> you got the Nuggets? That's what you're gonna say? Duh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I actually don't know. See, I said I said the same thing last year. We were looking at me funny, but like in the NBA, continuity is important. Like Yeah, I agree. Like so, like all these other teams are strong. Like you know, Suns are, are gonna be good. I think Golden State will always be in the picture. Lakers are good, but the Denver Nuggets already have all their shit figured out. Rosta is figured out. There's not that. There's no question marks or anything. Like the only question marks there are obviously fitness. Like obviously Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray Injury, get hurt yeah. and everything. Goes goes to shit, but like if you're looking at everyone's roster to start the season, the Denver Nuggets have even in the whole NBA. I think the Nuggets have the least question marks amongst all the teams. Fair, fair enough. So yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's a toss up. Like I that's just, I think, I think Nuggets are the clear favorites in the West. For the West, but, I got the Lakers. Of course you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have those two teams in the conference finals. Nuggets, Nuggets yeah, conference finals uh, rematch. But oh, how do you, how do y'all think the the Clippers are gonna be this year? They're just gonna be. Yeah, I swear, I, I think they're in purgatory. Like it's like they they are not bad. They are not good. They're just there. And even this whole Harden thing, I don't even see. I I don't see what is really good. I I still don't think that's gonna get them to the conference finals. Honestly, so I don't know, man. They're old. That's an old team. They they have to keep the whole thing together to even get to the playoffs. Say, honestly, I think this day last year, this day last chance or anything. 
I feel I, mean, I try to look. You feel like Steve Steve Ballmer might actually just pay both Kawhi and PG like the money because I mean he's in LA and obviously Lakers have the the cachet, so he needs superstars to actually sell tickets in that his new stadium. So yeah, they can resign. Like they can sign him again, but like, come on now. What? How old will Kawhi be at that point? It's in Paul George. Like they already proven not to be healthy, and they only getting older. Okay, so do you mean that this is their last chance at a run for the championship? Because I think their last chance at a run for the championship was like twenty twenty one. I think right now they're just on house money. It's like no one expects them to win. Like we're done with the Clippers. I'll, 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 I'll never count out a team that has Kawhi and Paul George. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like when the only like the only question, the only thing that's been a problem for them over the years is just being healthy. And I mean, every year, you know, you start off. Health, quote unquote healthy. So until they start, you know, dropping those games again, I think you can't, you can't, you can't knock out a team that has Kawhi Leonard. True. I mean, yeah, that's the big thing with them. It's always health. So if they can finally put it together, then like then then yeah, they could they could do something definitely. But yeah, I feel yeah. like we're just I feel like we're just gonna see the same the same thing unless they unless yeah unless they just stay unless Kawhi is is fit and plays a lot more games this year and everything. Cause like, I feel like they do also because they've always, they're always injured and everything. Like they haven't even, they don't even have that team synergy that all these other teams have been de- developing all over the the last couple of seasons. So yeah, I feel like they'd have to stay healthy and they'd have to play like perfectly. Um, Yo, Kawhi, Kawhi has a chronic injury. I feel like there's no if for Kawhi. Kawhi, the likelihood of Kawhi being injured is as likely as Chicago being cold in February, man. Like, it's so sure. So, um, I, like, that, that's the reason why I'm no more on that, like, bandwagon. Obviously, I believe in Kawhi when he's fit. But it's like, do, do we really believe that Kawhi is going to put, like, a, a 50, 60 regular season and a playoff all the way, playoff performance all the way till June? I don't think so. I feel like that's putting too much on his plate. And I think... He's just cooling. I don't think he's like, oh my gosh, like I need to win with the Clippers. I think he's cool. Yeah, I think that's the thing with the Clippers. Again, too many question marks. And compared to Arrowstar with every other thing we have in the West, yeah, I don't... I see, I see them as a team at best in the plane. Like, I don't... Like, that's that's really all I expect from them. Because regular season, how many games are you going to get from Kawhi and Paul George? Because even before we even talk about them winning the championship or playoffs, how how are they going to get there? <laughs> and I think that's even the biggest question mark is like, how many games are you going to get from Kawhi and Paul George in regular season to even get you to a point where you can even talk about the title? So too many question marks for the Clippers. Um, but yeah, Olaf, let's let's talk about your Boston Celtics because Ant mentioned that he has them as the favorites come out the East. So like. I really know you. I know you really want to rap on them. So, like, let's hear from Boston Celtics. How how well do you think they can do this year? And who do you have as favorites? Um. Yeah. I I have them in the East. It's definitely them or the Bucks. I think for for Celtics, I think the, the only two things that will make us not come out of the East, like internally, is injury. Like we have we, we improved our roster, but we. Porzingis, like we definitely need to load manage Porzingis right, so he can actually play in the postseason efficiently. Because I mean that that's kind of what also hurt us last year. 
Brogdon was balling out in the regular season and he, he messed up his arm against Philadelphia and like, you know, when he had his spark against Miami, he was, you know, injured. So, um, I also think uh, if Mazula needs to not be a rookie coach, like he needs to show that he's been here. Because I, I think they've, they've made the right adjustments in terms of they have a lot of veteran assistant coaches. So like, and I'm happy about that, like, you know, Sam Cassell and and others. And I think the, the way they're playing, they're, they're already bought in. So I'm excited for that. But I mean... Milwaukee, that that's a whole nother ball game. Yanis and Dame are like their own beasts, so and you can't overlook that. So I think for me it's Boston or or Milwaukee. Then in the West, honestly, well you're right, no need to overthink it. But injury is the nuggets. Like I know I know Braun talking about they've been disrespecting us, blah blah blah. I don't. I don't see. Except AD is fully fit, which AD is in the same class to me as Kawhi. Where I just can't see AD playing all the way till June. I'm sorry, I can't see that. The only time AD played in the NBA Finals was when there was COVID. Like he literally had like a couple of months to rest up. So I, I'm not putting down AD, man. So that's the reason. So for me, it's Boston or Milwaukee versus Denver. To me, any different opinions to what Olala and Hans just said? No, nothing nothing crazy to, to add there. I agree with pretty much everything you guys have been saying. Um, yeah, like I said before, I would go with Lakers and Nuggets, conference finals. I definitely do think, though, that it'll be closer this year. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I mean, even though those sweeps were, were good oh, games, yeah. like, I, I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be like six or maybe even seven games um, with the Nuggets. The Nuggets winning again, going to the finals. And then um, Bucks. And, the, and then I think Bucks and then the Celtics will get to the conference finals, play each other. I think that'll be a really, really good series. Like I'm even, I'm even thinking about getting tickets for Bucks and Celtics when they come in uh, like the regular season game. Cause I feel like that'll just like Drew and, the best teams. I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be really good. I feel I feel like that'll be like seven games, um, and then but the the Bucks will the Bucks will close it out in in seven games, um, and then man, I honestly don't know yet between the Nuggets and the and the Bucks. Like that that's gonna be, that's gonna be a really good finals. Like I, I feel like that'd be one of the best one of the best ones we've had in a while. I think. Um, it's tough. I th- I think I'll go with Nuggets. I'll still go with Nuggets just because we've I've I've at least seen that team. And I've seen what they can do. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get really good playoffs this year. Definitely. Um, Nuggets Bucks finals. Oh shit, that's crazy. I didn't I didn't say who my winner is. My bad. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be Celtics versus the Nuggets, and you know Celtics winning the championship in June. <laughs> Damn dude. <laughs> yeah, good one, good one. Good one. <laughs> y'all, got too much, y'all got too much love for this white For what? Oh, y'all loving Jokic a little too much for me. Loving the white man a little too much. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, that's that's just <laughs> that's, that's that's just reality, man. You can't you can't run from it. It's, it's just really, it's, it's really. just what it is. Like, 
like because you know what let, let me not even turn this to you okay <laughs> one thing one thing that's funny i won't lie to you is that sheesh no one talked about the Suns, man i mean <laughs> we're not giving man. them any <laughs> it is with teams like with teams like the Suns, i think even golden state shit even miami like as much as they didn't get thing like I still expect them to be a good team, and I think they'll still they'll end up making a move where they do get a point guard. Maybe mm-hmm. they can get someone like, like Malcolm Brogdon. But there's definitely a lot of teams this year in contention. I just think you shouldn't overthink it, and you have to be real with yourself. Another thing, continuity is important. Like that's why for me, I don't really have necessarily have the box because whenever I think Timmy mentioned something on one of the earlier podcasts we did that just be, whenever all these teams form together, except when Golden State you know, gotten KD. A lot of these teams really don't do it the first time. So, I don't know. And I think with the the Bucks actually have a lot more question marks. Like, outside the starting, I don't even want to say five because I don't even know who the fifth person is going to be. Is it going to be Beasley? Is it going to be Connington? But, like, outside those starting four, like, that roster literally has nothing. Like, zero. Like, <laughs> it's just, literally just Giannis, Dame, Rick Lopez, Middleton, and a bunch of bombs, <laughs> like a bunch of season heroes and cards. Like I'm seeing Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder's on that roster. <laughs> like, so it's like, so like you know, the Bucks still have a lot of questions. I think they need to answer when the season starts. They definitely need to fill up their depth. But yeah, like like Jimmy said, like I don't think we can look past the Nuggets. You know, we can't overthink it too much. But we'll definitely get an opportunity to talk about a lot of these other teams. Um, I think that's what we'll do going forward early in the season is where we'll just have separate episodes where we're like just picking one or two teams and just talking about them and how we think they'll do this season. So, you know, I think with this, I'll wrap this up here. Um, I'll catch you guys on the next one. A lot more episodes to come for sure, especially with NBA. The NBA is upon us um, back to back to back to back. We're going to have the in-season tournament, which I'm really excited for. So that'll be something to look forward to even before the playoffs. But yeah, guys, I think let's let's tell the people bye and then we can wrap this up. All right, bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good week. Enjoy the start of the new season. Peace, guys. Peace. Yeah.